So Elkanah, her husband, said to her, do what seems best to you. Elkanah was a pretty smart guy, wasn't he? Amen. Do what seems best to you and wait until after you've weaned him. Only let the Lord establish his word. Then the woman stayed and nursed her son until she had weaned him. Now when she had weaned him, she took him up with her with three bulls and an ephah of flour and a skin of wine and brought him to the house of the Lord in Shiloh. And the child was young. Then they slaughtered a bull and brought the child to Eli the priest. And she said, Oh, my Lord, as your soul lives, my Lord, I am the woman who stood by you here praying to the Lord. For this child I prayed, and the Lord has granted me my petition which I asked of him. Therefore, I also now dedicate my child to the Lord as long as he lives. And so they worshiped the Lord there. By dedicating their children to God, truly thankful parents are confirming their love for God. The first thing that truly thankful parents do is they say, I am giving my child back to the Lord. I love God even more than I love my child. That's a hard thing to say. See, your child may be your most prized possession, but never allow your child to take the place of God. Be willing to say, child, I love you so much that I want what's best for you, and if that means giving you to God, if that means disciplining you, if that means placing limitations on you, if that means changing my life for your benefit, I'm going to do whatever it takes. Do you remember what Jesus said? He said, he who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he who does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. See, truly thankful parents confirm their love for God. But by dedicating their children, truly thankful parents also clarify ownership of their children. You see, when you're giving your child back to God, you are openly declaring, this child that I have is a gift from God Almighty. You're openly declaring that this child does not really belong to me. You're openly declaring that this child belongs to God. I just get the privilege of loving this child. I get the privilege of training this child. But this child is not mine. This child is God's. Now listen to this. That little boy you hold. That little girl in front of you. That child doesn't belong to you. That child belongs to God. They are a precious gift from God placed in your hands as a precious, precious gift. And we better be careful how we treat and how we care for the precious gifts of God. God did not authorize the state of Alabama to raise your child. God did not authorize a daycare center to take care of your child. And furthermore, friend, contrary to what society tells us, it does not take a village to raise a child. Amen. 
It takes a truly thankful parent. By dedicating their children to God, truly thankful parents also commit to raise their child God's way. Now this is a big one. Because in Ephesians chapter 6, the Bible says that we are to raise up our children in the nurture, that is the training and the admonition of the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen here, giving your child to God is not a matter of this ceremony. It's not about a ceremony. Giving your child back to God is about a commitment. It's a commitment. A commitment that you are going to be a godly parent. You see, parent dedication requires that you get right with God. It's a commitment to teach your child about Jesus Christ because one day your child's going to grow up and that child is going to need to be saved. It's a commitment to keep your child in a church family. And I don't mean coming on a bus. I mean coming with you. It's a commitment to love your child, even if that love means to discipline that child. It's a commitment to pray for your child, to train your child, to make your home a holy place, to to. Put away worldliness in your home to strive to live a righteous life yourself. See, child dedication is not some magical ceremony. This ceremony means nothing. This ceremony means absolutely zero if you are not willing to make a sincere, lifelong commitment to raise your child God's way. By dedicating your child to God, truly thankful parents also claim God's promise for their child's life. In Genesis chapter 22, we find that Isaac has received God's blessings, he has received God's protection. And he has received God's promises. And listen to the reason why. The reason why Isaac received those things is because his dad, his dad, Abraham, gave Isaac back to the Lord. Let me share with you what the Bible says there in Genesis 22. Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out of heaven. And said, by myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son. Blessing, I will bless you. Multiplying, I will multiply to you your descendants as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is on the seashore. And your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies. In your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Why? Because you have obeyed my voice. Your child, men and women, moms and dads, your child will be blessed by your obedience to God. But your child will also be cursed 
because of your disobedience to God. It's up to you. Yes, they have free will, but parents stack the odds in their child's favor by the way they live. So as you obey God with your life, you are putting your child in a place where they can receive the very best from God. And I know as parents, you want the very best for your child. Stack the odds in their favor by your obedience to God. So this is what truly thankful parents do. They commit and confirm their supreme love for Jesus Christ. They clarify that God owns their child. They commit that they're going to raise that child according to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And they claim God's best plan and God's promises for their child's life. Now friends, following some special music here in a moment, we're going to introduce uh, every child and their parents one at a time. And we're going to thank God for creating them. And we're going to pray with each parent so that they might have power to raise and nurture the, and those children in the admonition of the Lord Jesus Christ. In doing this, uh, I want you to listen careful, parents. In doing this, I want to remind you that it is a fearful thought. It is a fearful thought to imagine any parent that would come before Almighty God come before the body of Christ, professing that they are dedicating their child to God, professing they are dedicating themselves to be parents, but in their hearts, not really mean it. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 instructs us, when you make a vow to God, do not delay in fulfilling it. He has no pleasure in fools. Fulfill your vow. It is better not to vow than to make a vow and not fulfill it. Each parent, as they come forward, will receive a certificate commemorating today's special occasion. Uh, they will receive a New Testament Bible for their child with uh, their name engraved on that Bible. But in addition, each family will receive what we call a time capsule. And in that time capsule is a letter from you. A letter from the church to these children. Uh, it's kind of telling a little bit about what happened here today. Here's how the letter reads. 1 Timothy chapter 1 says, I give you this instruction in keeping with the prophecies once made about you, child, so that you may fight the good fight, holding on to the faith and a good conscience, conscience because some have rejected these and so shipwrecked their faith. The letter says, Dear Child, we are here with you Sunday, November the 22nd, 2015, as if on a mountaintop looking far across a broad sea to another mountaintop. The peaks and the space between the two represent your life. And we are happy to be here with you on this special forward-looking day. Nobody sought your opinion about this matter of being presented to the Lord. Your parents brought you here to recognize and to thank you. You mind if I sit by you? And to thank you for publicly giving this child to them. They are here also making 
a commitment to provide a home where the name of Jesus is honored, to be a Christian example for these children, to participate with you in an extended church family, but also to pray for these children. The purpose of all these things is to ensure that when the day comes, you will choose to proclaim Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Our faith is not one that's based on magic or superstition. Nothing on the laying on of hands or the prayers uttered or the promises made can ensure that you will choose to become a Christian. We are simply acting in faith with a strong appeal to God's grace. Child, many voices will call to you on your life's voyage, one of which is your God calling calling you to a narrow way of a disciplined, productive, and fulfilling life that results in using your unique gifts and the unique experiences that God gives you. This calling will be the place of your optimum happiness. But there will be other voices. There will be other voices calling to you like the sirens of old. And they will try to encourage you to leave your path that God has given you. They will say, come and indulge. Those voices will say, come take the easy way. Those voices will say, get all you can for yourself. They will say, come and partake of ecstasy without expense. They will say, there's no right or wrong. Do not listen to those voices. Resist those voices. Run from those voices. They are voices of deception and they're calling you into shallow waters where rocks can shipwreck your faith. The Bethel Baptist Church family is launching you today like a ship on a vast and uncertain sea. We will do our best to protect you and keep you in the center of the fleet. But the day will come when you will hoist your sail and you will chart your own course to that faraway mountain. We pray that your mast will withstand the storm and your rudder will hold true. Above all, stay close to your compass and be sure to pay attention to the charts. Millions before you have brought their ships into safe haven using this compass and these charts. Christ Jesus is your unseen captain. And he will be with you wherever you go. He is the master of the wind and the waves. And he made the sea. In fact, child, the main work of your life will be learning to trust your captain. Yours in Christ Jesus, your Bethel Baptist Church family.
Introduced to you, Thomas Kyson Word and Anna. Anna, come on, quick, quick, quick. I don't think she wants to. And Kyson and Anna's parents, Kyle and Amanda Word. If I could ask Brother Harold and Brother Hal, Brother Chad, come on up, y'all, come on. Congratulations, you guys. <laughs> Amen. Join us as we pray. Father God, we thank you so much for little Kyson. And when, Lord, we know that he is a special gift to Kyle and Amanda. And Father, we just celebrate his birth with them today. And 
Lord, we thank you that not only are we dedicating this child back to you, but Father, we are dedicating and committing these parents into your care as well. Father, as the body of Christ to which they belong, Father, we vow and we commit that we're going to encourage Kyle and Amanda and that we're going to bless Kyson and Anna and that, Father, we're going to teach them and we're going to disciple them and, Father, we're going to help them in every way that we can as a church family. Father, just to uh, encourage that one day little Kyson and little Anna will, will accept the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior just as we have. Father, we love you today. And we thank you for these precious ones, not only the children, but mom and dad as well. In Jesus' name we pray. And the church said, amen. Um, may I introduce to you Eleanor Hazel Thomas and her mom and dad, Caleb and Amanda. I'm sorry, Caleb and Stephanie. <laughs> so many Amandas in our world lately. Amen. Come on, sweetheart. Come on, brother. Join us as we pray for little Eleanor. Father in heaven, we thank you so much for this precious little girl. Father, we just exalt you as creating this precious little girl in, in your image. And Father, knowing full well that you have a wealth of plans and promises for her life. Father, as her parents dedicate her to you and give her back to you, Father, we pray in Jesus' name that you're going to do a supernatural work in the life of Caleb and Stephanie as mom and dad. Father, we as a church commit that we're going to help them in every way that we can to encourage them and bless them. And Lord, when the difficult times come, Father, we're going to be there. We're going to be their spiritual family. So Father, our prayer today is, is that you would teach them, lead them, guide them, and direct them into a way that leads Eleanor to come to faith in Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for this precious family and for this precious little girl. We give you the glory for her. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. And the church said, Amen. 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 <laughs> Amen. May I introduce somebody that you probably already know? Maddie Grace Shelton and her mom and dad, Jeff and April Shelton. Let's pray together for Maddie, okay? Father God, we thank you so much for this precious little girl that we have grown to love so much. Father, we see that divine spark in her young life. And we thank you, Father, that her mom and dad make a habit of always bringing her to be a part of the church family. And Father, we just want to pray for Maddie right now, asking in Jesus' name that you would endue her with the power of the Holy Spirit that one day, Lord, when the time is right, Lord, she will come to Jesus Christ by faith, believing that he is Lord and Savior of her young life. And Father, we pray for Jeff and April, Father, as they parent her and love her and train her in the nurture and admonition of the Lord Jesus. Father, that they're going to be blessed and that, Father, you're going to use us as her spiritual family, Father, just to help mom and dad be the parents that they can be. 
Father, to, to direct them and help them scripturally, Father, to be the best dad he can be and the best mom she can be and the best child of God that she can be. Lord, we do love them, and we thank you for your love for them. In Jesus' name. And the church said? Amen. Amen. May I introduce you to Sawyer Thomas LeMay and Lydia Rose LeMay and their mom and dad, Tim and Cassie LeMay. Join us as we pray for Sawyer and Lydia. Father God, we thank you so much for Sawyer and Lydia. And Lydia, and Lord, we ask you in Jesus' name to do a supernatural work in their lives. Father, we have grown to love them so much, and we just know that by dedicating them back to you, Tim and Cassie are making a lifelong commitment, a lifelong commitment to love their child, to train their child, and to lead their child to an everlasting faith in Jesus. Father, we pray that you would use us as the church family, Father, to encourage Tim and Cassie, to lift them up and to help them when times get tough. But Father, also to teach and to lead and to disciple their children, to kind of co-parent their children. And Father, we know that it's an awesome responsibility, but Father, we claim it to be an incredible privilege. And we just want to say thank you so much for Sawyer, and for Lydia, and for Tim and Cassie. Lord, bless them as we seek to bless them. In Jesus' name. And the church said, Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And now, may I introduce to you Ella Omelia Davis, Ava Olivia Davis, and Eli Oladen Davis, children of Clint and Ashley Davis. What's happening, my man? <laughs> you mind if I hold you up over here? Oh, golly. You're almost too big to hold. You know that? Yeah, yeah he's six. Wow. These are amongst the newest additions to our church family and to Clinton Ashley's family, and they are beautiful. If you have an opportunity, you can take a peek, but it will cost you some, all right? Amen. All right, let's pray for them, okay? Father God, we thank you so much for this wonderful privilege, Father, to be a part of Ava and Ella's life, but to be also a part of, of young Eli's life. Father, we pray in Jesus' name that you would use these children for your glory for years and years to come. But, Lord, we also know full well that, Lord, you're going to have to do a remarkable work through Clint and Ashley. Lord, as they parent these precious children, as they lead them and guide them and help them come to faith in Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray your blessings over them. I pray, pray your anointing over them. And, Lord, we just ask you to use us as the church, Father, to disciple them and to help them in all that they do. Father, we know that tough times may come. But, Lord, as a church family, we're going to be here with them. 
And Father, we just thank you so much for this day that Clinton Ashley would give back to you their twin daughters, Ava and Ella, but also their fine young son, Eli. So Lord, bless them as they do this. In Jesus' name we pray, and all God's people said, Amen. How do you? <laughs> Eli could probably help with that. Here you go. There you go. <laughs> And finally, last but certainly not least, Millie Aurora Berryhill. Come on up here. <laughs> not last. I skipped one. Sorry about that. Amen. Can we pray for you? Huh? She's rolling her eyes. Amen. Let's pray for Millie together, okay? Father God, we thank you so much for this incredible day. Father, we thank you for the blessings of Millie. And Lord, we just ask you to bless her, to encourage her in the days and weeks and months and years to come. Father, praying that everything that Jonathan and Hannah do, Father, would have a, a bent toward leading Millie to faith in Jesus Christ. Lord, we ask you in Jesus' name to, Lord, be with them, to guide them, and to help them. Father, we thank you so much for their commitment to raise Millie uh, in the admonition and nurture of the Lord Jesus Christ. And now, Father, I pray, uh, Lord, that we would be the church that they need to disciple Millie and to encourage Millie and to teach Millie all the things that she needs so that she can have a life that stays on the path you have designed for her. Lord, we love you. We praise you for Millie. And we thank you for Jonathan and Hannah in Jesus' name. And the church said... Amen. And I skipped right over Isabella Rose Hughes. Come on, girl. Come here, let me hold you. Can I hold you? Come here, you. Come here, let me hold you, buddy. Amen. This is Bella. Say hi, everybody. <laughs> All right, let's pray for, for Bella, okay? Father God, I thank you for this precious little girl. Lord, I thank you for Bella and for all that she's already meant to the body of Christ here at Bethel. And Lord, I thank you for Bubba and Amanda, Lord, for the blessing that they have become. And Father, pray your anointing and your nurture for them as they raise Bella according to the way you would have her to be raised. Father, I thank you for this day that today Amanda is giving her back to you and Father, just committing her life to you. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that great and mighty things would come as a result of what they do for raising Bella in the nurture and admonition of Jesus Christ. Father, help us to be the church that blesses them and encourages them and helps them through difficult times. But, Father, also to disciple them and teach them the way of everlasting. So, Lord, that one day when Bella gets old enough, she'll come to faith in Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for this precious family and ask you to bless them now in Jesus' name. And the church said, 
Amen. Y'all just want to stay here. And I'm just going to, that's everybody, right? I didn't miss nobody this time. If everybody would just come on up. It's a little. Squeeze close. Would you join me in celebrating the dedication of these children and their moms and dads to the Lord Jesus Christ? Amen. Yay! Amen. Come right here. All right, a photo opportunity. <laughs> no, I still see a picture over there. All right, is that everybody? Anybody else? I know, I know. Oh, brother, How, brother How's got one going on over here. <laughs> Amen. Good deal. Give another hand, everyone. <laughs> Thank you, sweetie. Go ahead. this time we're we are going to have an invitation song and you may say well, that's a kind of a peculiar thing to have an invitation at a child parent dedication but you know what we're doing here and why we decided to pick this day is not only because we had so many but also because we want to just say with one united voice to God we are thankful for these families and we're thankful for families that uh, will will vow to commit to raise their child like these are so I can't think of a better way to invite you. Uh, if you have a prayer for your family, for your child, uh, if you have a, a concern in your own life, if it's time that you give your life uh, to the Lord as these parents have given their children to the Lord, uh, we want to offer this time for you to be able to do that as well. So, Brother Howe?